0: Cynic empowerment!
1: Last time on Cynic Empowerment. But, Jimmy, like, we, we live These... better than the kings of the 14th century. Jesus Christ. Uh, our quality of life is so much higher than that of a lot of de- underdeveloped nations. Oh, God, no. We live in a world.
0: Built by
1: Jimmy Horn, everyone.
0: Oh, thanks. I've waited my my entire life to be a guest on this show. And now you're here. Welcome to the show. He's our
1: guest star, Mr. Jimmy Horn. Famous for his... What are you famous for, Jimmy
0: defending uh china Uh, jimmy
1: horn here he's famous for defending china now i'm not exactly sure why you'd ever want to defend china (laughs) the the number one producer and i'm an expert on this go ask anyone you know uh (laughs) is the number one producer of uh chinese viruses and <laughs> Chinese viruses. China well, is the
0: number one producer of Chinese viruses. <laughs> in case you didn't know,
1: I just want to let you know, all those oh. things are absolutely 100% true. Go ask anyone. they tell you it's true, especially me, because I know that they're true. <laughs> Did you ever think that you would be interviewed by the president of the United States?
0: <laughs> I've always wanted. I always wanted the host of The Apprentice to interview me. Yeah, welcome to the fucking show. You Trash, what? you piece of trash. <laughs> That's what I always wanted, dude. What kind of fucking hellscape are we in? God I don't know.
1: I I, I saw <laughs> kidding, like thirty minutes worth of memes about a fly that landed on the vice okay. president's head. So
0: exactly <laughs> why exactly? Like I haven't seen anything because i refuse to watch debates i haven't seen anything on anything. the debates mm-hmm. except for a fly landing on mike pence's head so if I, I can't think of a more devoid of meaning and like worthless nugget bomb to use to influence your vote in the election mm-hmm. like that's it fly landed on a dog <laughs> I had an
1: aha moment. I went and searched it up because I saw a couple of Facebook posts about a fucking fly on Mike Pence's head. mm -hmm. So I did the search and all the things. It was like all the big news sources. There was uh, the New York Times and CNBC and MSNBC. And they just all were like, fly lands on Mike Pence's head as the headline. Mm -hmm. I was just like, what the fuck is going on in our world? Mm -hmm. Why does that matter in the least? yeah this is just fantastic, so I just had to sit back in my chair and just had to had to take a big gulp of fresh air while it was still free and think to myself, What's happening? Where's the world headed? Why do we care so much about the fact that this wealthy plutocrat has a fantastic head of hair for fly nesting <laughs> why does that why does that matter to the rest of us
0: Good shit. yeah i I mean if anything I'm gonna take from it that nothing important happened during the debate if that's what everyone's talking about mm-hmm. if the most notable thing from the debate is a fly landing on someone then you, you mm-hmm. know that nothing important must have happened
1: was it uh was it nixon that ultimately had a difficult time getting elected because of a poor showing in a debate in which he was lit incorrectly or his makeup was put on incorrectly do, do you know what i'm referring to
0: Uh, no, but given the fact that this has been a trash country since the last forever, it doesn't surprise me
1: (laughs) since the last forever. Yeah. Like the the Kennedy Nexon debate.
0: Like this is what kills me. Like something that I've like, I've been thinking about and I think it's like finally percolated enough in my brain to like fully embrace like how much of a bullshit fucking statement it is like I haven't seen it roaming around lately, but I've seen this before of like people trying to make make claims and stuff like that that Trump is like the first racist president, right? And like, don't mm-hmm. get me wrong, I'm not going to defend Trump. Trump's absolutely awful. Trump is absolutely awful. I have no reason to defend him. Absolutely awful. I f- absolutely <laughs> awful. Just throwing that out there. I have nothing nice to say about the guy. I fucking hate his guts. But to claim. That this guy in the 21st century is the first racist president when we are a country that was founded <laughs> on goddamn fucking slavery, mm-hmm. and you had fucking um what's his nuts play Wealth of Nations in not Wealth of Nations. God damn it, I can't even get my words Adam straight. Fifth? Wealth of Nations is a fucking it's sort of Like, no, I'm thinking of a r- r- Rise of a Nation. What the fuck is that goddamn racist movie? R- you know what I'm r- talking about. Is it Birth of a Nation? Birth of a nation. Thank you. It was like something mm-hmm. of a nation. I got my all my shit. Anyways, you had a uh, yeah.
1: Originally called the Klansman.
0: Exactly. What the mm-hmm. fuck? Um, the the World War One president. What's his fucking name? It's pretty bad. Woodrow Wilson. Oh yeah, Woodrow He's Wilson. The worst. Yeah, exactly. He's so the fact, fucking bad. The fact that we had Woodrow Wilson who played the goddamn Klansman movie in the fucking White House. Not only that, Woodrow Wilson when he came in because um, even though um. You know, MLK and all those other, like, p- people hadn't coming along yet. Like, the federal government was pretty progressive compared to the rest of the United States. And there was mm-hmm. a bunch of, like, clerks and stuff like that of people that worked in the White House. And he fired them all. He fired them all. He <laughs> came in and he fired them all. He fired all the black people that worked in the fucking White House. Right? And it's not, the, and it's not to say mm. that you, you can't call... Uh, Trump racist I think it's totally valid you could make plenty of perfectly good arguments to claim that Trump and the policies that he pushes are racist but to claim that he's the first racist president completely erases all of the horrible bigoted and racist history of our past and like, that it didn't include Andrew Jackson and all of these other fuckers right like mm-hmm. you know there's so much there's so much there and to just call like yeah I don't know it's just fucking dumb not, not that anyone fucking cares everyone's everyone's Hair is on fucking fire. Is, I
1: don't know. Or there's flies in their hair. Uh, there's flies in their fucking hair.
0: It's like a sliding scale.
1: I, I don't know if. I don't know if there's a, any sense of differentiation between the racism of r- yesteryear and the racism of today. I know racism that there are a is lot of, racism. Racism, yeah, exactly. <laughs> racism is racism. I think today it's. uh There's a lot more euphemism and there's a lot more. uh It's not a dog whistle, although dog whistles, of course, are very much important, but these political euphemisms that uh, have been popping up over the course of, I don't know, the last decade have fallen out of favor within this most recent presidential administration, I think mainly because he's speaking directly to uh, a lot of his, you know, what would be considered the moderates, And, and everything else is like they're they're moving the goalposts moving the goalposts pretty hard uh so the the fact that a lot of these things can be said in this day and age uh comes as a surprise to you and i who thought we were you know steadily progressing away from that type of rhetoric and then all of a sudden sudden it comes screaming back in i think it's because the united states as you said earlier it was quite literally founded on racism Or not racism, but quite literally founded on slavery. Like, that's why they had the ability to be able to acquire so much land. Whenever someone came over to the United States, you know, as it was a colony then, uh, they were afforded 50 acres, and every additional person that was effectively employed and or enslaved by the person who owned the initial 50 acres could then collect an additional 50 acres for each person that was within their their serfdom.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So people granted themselves fantastic land masses and with a bunch of indentured servitude that they could then harness to be able to produce something on that land because the land is inherently worthless if you don't have a bunch of, you know, cheap labor or, you know, people that are willing to labor on it for your behalf. Mm-hmm. Oh. Ugh Ugh Yeah, it's pretty gross. Uh, It's the same things that if I was talking to a guy today uh, that was like, hey, you know, why don't farmers just organize and, you know, restrict food flow? Like, that would be the most effective worker organization ever. I'm like, well, yeah, technically, but how do you get past that when you have something like the farm bill on the table? Like, are, are... it seems like our agricultural subsidies are set up in just a way that you can keep your farmers in crippling debt mm. and in the instance that they're ever going to deviate from what is effectively indentured servitude to the government then they can just send in their their flunkies to take that oh, away sorry, you know it's they, our you have land <laughs> yeah the, that's the most valuable thing that any farmer has it's like they they have a, they have tracts of land yeah. so a... sorry what can you threaten them with you you threaten them with the only thing that really has value to them you know anything that can be utilized in order to produce what happens to be the most important good <laughs>
0: well speaking <laughs> of collectivizing uh farmers there is quite literally a communist farmer running for congress in Vermont that's like i think he started like a collective with like some of his other local rural vermont farmers so um people are doing it man
1: is it scott nearing
0: uh, oh no maybe. scott
1: nearing is he's definitely way yeah he died a long time ago that's not correct uh so we're talking about maybe christopher halali
0: helali yeah that's it christopher helali that's it mm. he's pretty cool okay i'd vote for him but uh oh cool he's i mean is
1: does he like live in a um does he live in like a literal commune
0: no, and he's on a commune, so he's got a family farm that he runs with his wife. And like, they're, mm-hmm. I think they're—I think he's basically just organizing with other local farmers to share mm-hmm. um, uh, farming tools and like, you know, big uh, uh, my words. I my brain is fucking dead. Uh, tractors and stuff like that, mm-hmm. uh, things I, they could all go in and buy together and share, as opposed to each person owning their own kind of stuff. Yeah. That's probably awesome. also, probably also, you know, going in and deciding together what prices would be and stuff like that, so you can, you know, make sure everyone's doing okay. Mm-hmm. Try to instead of trying to compete with each other. Yeah, I mean, is that that's not effectively
1: how it works with a lot of these big farmers, right? I mean, they're not trying to undercut each other per se. I
0: mean, well, so big farmers, uh, mm-hmm. a lot of them, I have heard. I don't know this. I'm not a farmer. I've heard. That you basically sign contracts saying that you cannot talk to your neighbors and talk about what contracts they have. So everyone, Good God. yeah. And then if and if you like, if they find out that you're talking with your neighbors, they can bring that fucking hammer down on you.
1: Bring the fucking hammer down.
0: Get rid yeah. of the hammer. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. So it's <laughs> fucked up. It's pretty fucked up. The fucking uh, hammer. It's pretty shitty. Yeah. So you can't like. It's like, well, I'm getting paid this much, you know, per bushel of corn but i have no idea how much my neighbors make it and everyone's in the dark everyone fending for themselves because the worst thing you could have is a bunch of unionizing farmers Mm-hmm.
1: yeah that is quite seriously the yeah, like, like from the plutocrats point of view a bunch of unionizing farmers is the worst thing that could happen yeah because what what more do you have over your <laughs> subservience than the fact that you're you're hanging their their life in the balance it's on this ever-thinning thread. It's like as as soon as the hope of organization goes out the window, then they're like, haha, your life is ours, motherfucker. Exactly. Like you're going to work as, as long as we want you to work for as little as we can afford to pay you. Exactly. Like that's, that's exactly how this is going to go. And I, and I know that like people are like, oh, they're living like kings in 2020. God damn it. Blah, blah, blah. Oh. It's like, it's, but it's, it's steadily heading back that way. I was trying to to reacquaint myself with the uh air traffic controllers strike uh that took place in 1981 yeah yeah and there is a very steady decline i i have a i have this nice little this nice little statistic uh let's see let's see uh but it was effectively like this this gradual decrease ah here we are uh so of course the legacy Reagan, Reagan's firing of the government employees encouraged lar- large private employers like Phelps Dodge of 1983, Hormel in 1985 and 86, and International Paper in 1987 to hire striker replacements instead of negotiating in lab- labor conflicts. Of course, of course they'd use scabs. Comparatively, yeah, in 1970, there were over 380 major strikes or lockouts in the U.S. By 1980, the number had dropped to under 200. And, of course, 1981 was when the air traffic controller strike occurred. In 1999, it fell to 17. And in Jesus. 2010, there were 11.
0: I Well, I think they're going back up. They're going back up with the whole COVID thing. But, I mean, nothing yeah. like – I mean, still, I would highly doubt they're even at uh, 70s levels. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I think most people point to the late 70s, early 80s as a uh, full-blown neoliberalism going in the full swing. So that all makes yeah. sense.
1: Well, according to this uh, this article from the Sun Community News uh, that is talking about uh, Christopher Halali of Vermont, mm-hmm. the last time a, the Party of Communists USA or PC USA fielded a candidate uh, was uh, Angela Davis. For the United States president in 1984.
0: Oh yeah, and that's another fucking thing is you got all mm-hmm. these fuckers like trying to say that like oh, that fucking uh, Harris is the first time you've ever had a black woman on the ballot. Shut the fuck oh, up! My god, the goddamn communists have been doing this shit like way before y'all done anything. Shut the fuck up. Uh, do you
1: do you know any in particular?
0: Um, well, I mean, Angela Davis is there, but I think there was even a time that the Communists ran um, a black woman before that. Okay, let me see here first. Mm-hmm. Well, black you have Shirley Shirley Chrisholm ballot or Kissholm
1: C H I S H O L M, and she uh, ran in 1968. She was the first African American woman elected to the United States Congress represented new york's 12th congressional district for seven terms no from but i'm talking about 1969 uh, running
0: for president um okay anyways i can't i can't think of that. maybe it was uh angela davis but i thought there was one before then that of um anyways black woman running yeah. on the ballot for the presidency oh man yeah but let's it, see yeah.
1: I mean it, it's yeah. i mean it's been going on since at least the eighteen thirties in terms of suffrage for uh, um african American women but as far as like people who were you know actual candidates that were put forth by these movements I don't know
0: i can't i i i shouldn't
1: Let i mean me Angela Davis was black.
0: Yeah, it might, have been an, it might have been Angela Davis. That might have been the first mm-hmm. one. I thought there was one before then, but yeah. I could be wrong. And she
1: was she was a Marxist.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Now, now she yeah. votes for Democrats, but that's okay. Oh, does she? Yeah, uh, yeah.
1: She got tired. <laughs> it's okay.
0: So yeah. So yeah.
1: I get it. Yep. I mean, she she still did quite a bit. So. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, at a certain point you have to figure out how to, how to infiltrate the system without rocking the boat so hard that they shoot you. Yeah. So how else are you going to do it without playing by their rules? If you don't play by the rules, then you're going to experience a bad time. Mm-hmm. going to be a bad time. You're not going to like it. Oh, wait, what's this? Jonestown and the People's Temple. Huh? What? What did she do? What is? What is this? That I'm reading here. This is Angela Davis. Why is Angela Davis? She why? Why job. was she involved there? Other activities in 1970s. What? In the mid 1970s, Jim Jones developed the the cult, the People's Temple. Initiated mm-hmm. friendships with progressive leaders in San Francisco, including Dennis Banks of the American Indian Movement, AIM, and Davis. Huh. Uh, Davis spoke via amateur radio telephone patch to members of the People's Temple living in Jonestown, in Guyana.
0: Hmm. Interesting. I don't know that. In her
1: statement during the six-day siege, she expressed support for the People's Temple anti-racism efforts and told members there was a conspiracy against them. And she said, when you're attacked, it is because of your progressive stand, and we feel that that is directly an attack against us as well. So it might be that some of those instances have effectively neutered her ability to be able to continually run for uh, a prominent political position, because those instances have not aged well. And even like a cursory glance at the people's temple, I mean, they they were headed in that direction. Like, it did seem like they were trying to establish some type of of, um, nuanced commune. But, of course, as soon as you have uh, the uh, invasion of charismatic Christianity, I mean, like, basically any type of dogmatic religious force, Mm -hmm. there's a a big opportunity for... um, Uh, abuse and that's exactly what happened in Jonestown um you know amid a number of other things but religious fanaticism doesn't really that you know ought not mix with political ideology uh I mean and I'm sure that it, it could be it could be utilized to great effect but when and how do you cut the cord it, it, or or how, how do you integrate it in such a way that it doesn't just take over the whole thing? It's like that that's immediately going to lead to a top down situation. You'd have a recreation of the state in the instance that, you know, someone like Angela Davis per se was elected president and then they tried to establish some type of, you know, stateless communist situation in the US, and then you had a strong religious backing, you know, something to the ilk of Jonestown. You know, what What prevents the United States from simply becoming a theocracy?
0: I don't know, there's a lot of hypotheticals in that statement, so I don't even know where to go with that, but... Uh, yeah, yeah, it was a lot of assumptions. <laughs> if we assume these 12 different things, then where are we? No. Um, the and only then aliens come down and that they that help th- you build the pyramids. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the only thing I could find is what I was probably thinking about is uh, there's a, a woman named Charlene Mitchell for the 1968 presidential election. She was the, the president on the ticket with Michael zagarell as the vp and charlene mitchell was a black woman so i was probably it was probably the two i was thinking about was angela davis and charlene mitchell i thought there was another okay. black woman i thought it was a i thought it was a two black woman ticket but i think i probably just got it mixed up of like angela davis ran as a vp one year charlene mitchell ran as a uh, president a different year and it wasn't the same ticket but that's okay i'll close enough i'll give myself half credit
1: okay uh, had you heard of the Committees of Correspondence for Democracy and Socialism (CCDS) prior no. to looking up Shirley Mitchell? Nope. Uh, so apparently, it was established in 1991. Uh, you know, which is a, a moderate grouping, which is not something that I feel like you hear very often in the same sentence as communism. But uh, a moderate group in the Communist Party USA, uh, named after the Committees of Correspondence formed during the American Revolution uh but it was a, it's democratic socialism yeah and i think they let's see uh so they they would be anti-tanky <laughs> uh, let's see let's see in the light of the dissolution of the soviet union of course 1991 uh the party should reject leninism and adopt a multi-tendency democratic socialist orientation and the party well, remains I mean, ostensibly I think probably marxist in nature what
0: happened to angela davis i think probably after the dissolution of the ussr she was like let me start advocating for Democrats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I was like a hardcore like Maoist, Marxist, Leninist, you know, New Left in the USA person, but you know, USSR is gone, so. So what I'll, you gonna I'll, do? I'll, I'll tell people to go vote for Biden.
1: Yeah. Point out the fly on Pence's head and hope that no one's paying attention to the issues.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <sighs> oh, wee. Yeah. I think I know what happened to this podcast. And I think what happened is we were focusing on things that made us sad. And then mm-hmm. over time, the common denominator of what made us sad was capitalism. And that's where we are now.
1: <laughs> Pretty much. I, I think, it, yeah, if we look back at our earlier episodes, which I think the very first topic we discussed was... Uh, like, child camel racing. <laughs> and we now we're here. Now we're is here that, discussing the Communist Party USA and how it's no longer a thing.
0: Well, it is. Um, well, so now... So now... Well, so CPUSA still exists, but it's mm-hmm. more... I don't know. <laughs> well, they, they, they it's, put it's forth the, a candidate the, in the Vermont, ver- so... Well, no, 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 no. There's a difference. I know you're not going to be able to tell because it's very small, but there's a difference. So he's PCUSA. Angela Davis was CPUSA. Oh, my God. There's a difference. There's a difference, Tim. No, there is a very difference. So for the very thing we're saying was we're talking about how, like, people like Angela Davis who are part of CPUSA, you know, doing things like advocating for – uh, presidential tickets like Joe Biden and stuff like that. Um, that's not within line of like Marxism Leninism. So PC USA broke apart from CPUSA to be more hard line of like, because like Marxist Leninists like they don't run electoral candidates to, because they think they're going to win. They do it to raise class consciousness because like you know the fucking Halali uh, guy he's getting all this press freedom and he can like say shit like I think we should cut the military budget by fifty percent and talk about why u.s imperialism is bad where normally he can say that to his you know marxist leninist book club like through his party within you know his cadres wherever the fuck he's at in vermont but you're only going to be able to say that to like eight people now he's able to go on a debate stage and say that to people and you know people hear that people resonate with that you know it uh mm-hmm. you're uh, you're growing over time trying to build people's class consciousness where you know CPUSA is doing the opposite instead of, you know, pushing like a hard uh, Marxist-Leninist-Communist type of uh, platform and pushing Mm -hmm. to raise people's consciousness. Instead, they're bending over backwards to make excuses for Joe Biden because they want a Democrat to win instead of a Republican, right? So there's there's a distinction there. There's a distinction.
1: And if you're always trying to clean up the mess, then you're never paying attention to the spill in which it's coming from. And exactly. you're gonna be trying to catch up forever you just exactly. can't do it that way
0: exactly so while it does seem really silly to have a CPUSA and a pc usa <laughs> i understand why they're doing it it reminds me of those
1: folks that banned you from the communist subreddit because <laughs> you, you mentioned something about
0: bernie <laughs> oh man you know it's sad because like i still just lurk in there i'm still watching I'm still reading the stuff. Yeah, I'm still here, guys. I'm just I'm not gonna here. say anything. Well, yeah, I can't say anything. And I've been, I've been a bad faith actor and trying to get back in. Like I've, like they can only mute you for a month, and then you can send them a message, and I'll like, I'll be like, ooh, it's been a month. Let me send them a message. They'll like let me back in. And I, do they mute you the, again? It's, no. They're like, oh, well, it's fucking Jimmy Horn again. Well... <laughs> I wasn't very sincere. Uh, so, the, okay, so they banned me for, for saying something about Bernie Sanders one time. And then um, my most recent message to them, I said, uh, I was like, Bernie is a cuck. Like, he's a suck I don't even like him anymore. Please let me in. I want to harness the <laughs> memes of production. And then they muted me again. No! <laughs> I was like, come on. I, I called Bernie a that cuck. Like, so let good. me in but so they're very good. but they're very serious they're a very serious bunch over there they don't <laughs> <laughs> they, the memes
1: of production yeah oh god that was <laughs> that was on point jimmy man, Thanks, man. fuck them they're uh, too no, serious oh and yeah you no it's laugh with communism then you can't laugh at all i don't know no,
0: it's true <laughs> I, I found i found another subreddit that's much more meme but also just as commie so it's fine Okay, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't even post in there either, so it's it's whatever. I hardly ever post, and it, most times I get posted, I get downvoted to hell, so I just don't do it. Wham, 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 You should just hardly be like,
1: you yeah, Biden's not the best choice, but we should, you know, not mm-hmm. Trump things. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I
0: vote. I vote this. I vote. People need to hear this. This is very important. There's a fly <laughs> on Pence's head. Yeah, there's a fly on Pence's head. It's <laughs> like I don't have a job. I don't have health care. I don't have this. I don't have that. Oh, but there's a fly in Pence's head. You got Ooh, me. Loo, loo, loo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. dim Dims will give you.
1: They'll, they'll give you work. They'll. They'll figure out a way. I. Uh,
0: well, and I. Uh, i rediscovered this um, nice piece by Politico that went and did a survey of figuring out why half of the voting age population doesn't vote in the United States. Yeah. And it basically just goes to, and talks about how, you know, a lot of these people are the the poorest, most disenfranchised people and they've been fucked over by both parties so they don't, just don't care anymore. Yeah. And also it just they're, takes they're like a lot of time. Yeah, there's completely <laughs> disillusioned. But, but mention, like
1: there's a lot of uh, emotional work that you have to do in order to uh, deal with all of the shit that revolves around this, like, from a cultural standpoint.
0: Well, yeah, from that, too, yeah, cultural standpoint of, like, you know, having people mad at you, not mad at you, whatever, like, socially, like, all that fucking bullshit, but then also talking about... How it's like you got to have a valid driver's license, so you want to vote, and maybe your driver's license is like six months behind. So you go to get your driver's license renewed, and then you forget that you had a speeding ticket from March that you didn't pay, and now you got to pay this other thing. And now that you're in the system, you get signed up for jury duty, and that fucks up X, Y, and Z because you got your kids you got to pick up from, you know, daycare or whatever, but now you're doing this jury duty, and it's just like this big giant circle jerk of like fucking you over Mm -hmm. of this, like all so you can like write someone's name down and get it put into a hat. And that person may or may not get elected, even if they get the most votes. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. It it doesn't even, it really doesn't fucking matter at all. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I mean the, the only, the, I, I guess like the best, possible outcome that you could hope for is just like a landslide victory for one person and the electoral college totally disagrees. Like that, I think I really think that's the best that you can hope for because then people will be roused to action. They'll, they'll be so fucking upset with these, these uh, elitist electoral college delegates Mm -hmm. that they'll maybe do something about it. Or maybe they'll just like retreat wholeheartedly and they'll be like okay well you know no 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 sense in engaging in the pageantry any longer we're we're a dictatorship we have been for a long time uh <laughs> you know we, we we're a, a, a dictatorship of the bourgeoisie you know fuck you uh yeah. you, you, you don't have any money good luck finding food without working at one of our factories so you know, do what you will
0: do what you will that is the, yeah. the law
1: mm-hmm. and if and if you don't do your will for us then fuck you you're gonna die <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll we'll take our police officers that have been bought and paid for, and our military representatives that are bought and paid for, and they'll come and break down your door, and they'll shoot you in your bed. Uh, you know, oh, you yeah. think your 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 boyfriend was doing something, or I don't know, that <laughs> somebody shot me in the leg, so we shot a bajillion bullets through your door or something. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't yeah. I don't know. I don't know you how can. it works all the time. You know, I'm I'm surprised every day. You know, there's a uh, new one that so comes good, out every day. Man. It's just like really really. That is that, are you making that you're making that up that's not making real. that up that's
0: so that's too egregious to be real oh it's yeah
1: it's real. that's not real and, and it's like they present it in such a way that's like i feel like they're even pulling punches here i feel like it even doesn't sound as bad like they're like they're kind of being a little bit of an apologetic for the system it's like well you know there's a possibility that mm-hmm. you know there was a there was no knock warrant you know
0: the police officer said they're sorry you know the police officer said they're sorry <laughs> so it's all okay yeah. you know <laughs> I love the they're phrase, like, so like, it's like a, a police uh, officer involved shooting. It's like a fancy way of saying the police murdered somebody. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, a, wait, police <laughs> officer involved shooting. So was the police shooting at someone? Yeah. Or was someone shooting at the police? Like,
1: that's yeah, such an ambiguous
0: passive phrase. Mm-hmm.
1: They're the, They're your hands. Like, you don't want to cut your hands off. You cut your hands off, you have no power. You can't do anything. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, he's, exactly. Well, so and that's why
0: the... Um, okay, no, so basically just... So a lot of, like, the argument of leftist spaces, right? It's the contradiction between... because Okay, so, like, the political mom, the compass doesn't mean anything. It, it's, like, basically trying to apply reality to, like, this little 2D little map without any ideology to say that you know you could be on one or the other none of that makes any sense but like within that we still use it to talk about stuff for whatever reason and you have the contradiction between libertarian leftist and authoritarian leftist right with authoritarian leftist being referred to as tankies and authoritarian leftist usually being thought of as like anarchist or libertarian leftist or like whatever the fuck you want to like talk to them as Mm-hmm. Um, but I think like within like those contradictions, I think like a really good example to look at this to realize like, all oh, this is fucking bullshit. Is most people would think of United States as an air quotes, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, free society, right? <laughs> right. So yeah, yeah. We have just... right? <laughs> so we so uh, right. Most people that would you know make the tanky argument or other arguments like that would agree with that that you know United States is a free society where we have freedoms to speak of, of speech and all the shit like that. But as we know. With plenty of cases throughout uh, history, you got fucking Eugene Debs. He was, like, trying to run to be president, got jailed for his socialist beliefs. You've got, um, you know, people getting murdered in their fucking beds for being given false warrants. You've got people, you know, peacefully protesting in the, in the streets, uh, you know, so-called protected under the First Amendment through free speech. But people have their fucking eyes getting knocked out of their head with less than lethal bullets and people mm. getting concussions by getting pushed on to the ground by steroided up cops. So all of these points are fucking pointless. I would argue from a tanky authoritarian left perspective. The only thing that matters is who's in control of the state, not the state itself. Basically a Leninist would argue, Marxist Leninist would argue that the state is a tool for one class to um, have power over another. So in all of the capital states on the earth, the state exists solely for the capitalist class to hold power over the working class. And if you look at it through that lens, it makes a lot of sense when you look at countries like the United States and Western Europe and stuff like that, of how basically they all work the same. You have the illusion of a democracy, but your only choice is to vote for two or maybe multiple candidates that all serve the functions of the uh, of the uh, bourgeois state. And, you know, maybe some of them will say Black Lives Matter and be a little bit more, um, I don't know, liberal when it comes to social issues. But no matter who you vote for, they're going to fuck you in the ass and uh, do things that benefit uh, billionaires and not you.
1: Yeah. <sighs> I, I found I found a sad I found a sad link. I sent it to you. I like um, sad. So there's there's a link. I, I think that all of our listeners should oh definitely my go God. check it
0: out. There's like yeah. multiple a day.
1: Yeah. So this is the list of police violence incidents since George Floyd protests began. I uh, just reading from the article, the second uh, paragraph. Uh, lawyer T. Greg Ducet and mathematician Jason Miller compiled Wait, this a list only of videos goes till posted on June. Twitter. This only yeah. goes
0: till June. Exactly. Where's July?
1: It's not even updated. Uh, posted on Twitter showing evidence of alleged police brutality, which as of July 26th contains more than 830 videos. Investigative journalism website Bellingcat documented over 140 police violence incidents against journalists during the protests. So people that were actively trying to expose what was going on during these protests, instances of police brutality, were being retaliated against. And this list is long. This is fucked up. And some of these are just like... Like, the first fucking one, May 28th, 2020 in Houston, a Houston Police Department officer riding a horse was filmed trampling a woman. Mayor Sylvester Turner apologized for the incident. What All these the mayors fuck?
0: are such fucking cucks for the goddamn police department. Like, <laughs> it's insane. It is it's insane. Gonna like-
1: I'm just flipping a coin here. Let's see, let's see, let's see. May 30th, 2020, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. As people try to help a fallen protester,s they are pepper sprayed.
0: <laughs> you gotta leave that person on the fucking ground.
1: Scroll, 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 scroll. Um, May 30th, 2020, Chicago. Police employed clubs to disperse actor John Cusack, who is filming the protests. <laughs> Jesus. I <laughs> <laughs> don't give a fuck Oh man. Oh my God. Uh let's see. Scroll, 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 scroll. May thirty first, twenty twenty in Denver. Police shoot a protester with a pepper ball round without provocation as he filmed them. This is fucking great. Oh my god. May thirty first, twenty twenty, Austin. Pregnant woman shot by police with projectile. Hmm. Good
0: God. Yeah. But anyways, we got freedom, though, so don't forget that. Unlike those other people in other places, here, here it's the real deal.
1: Mm. June 2nd, 2020, Los Angeles, a wheelchair-bound man was shot in the face with a rubber projectile.
0: <laughs> God damn it.
1: Just fucking lovely. Oh, June 21st, 2020, Columbus, Ohio, a double amputee is sprayed by police.
0: What the fuck?
1: This is This is great. Three officers were filmed pinning a man to the ground while one punched him repeatedly. Oh, this is fucking ridiculous. This is fucking ridiculous. Oh. Yeah, go out there and protest. The same thing's probably going to happen to you guys. Same thing's going to happen to probably anybody that wants to go out there and protest. I, I think it's. I think they're trying to send a message, right? They're trying to maintain order, maintain civility. Our society doesn't work without order.
0: <laughs> how would it? People don't like by their life. Being
1: the most brutal savages on the
0: face of the earth.
1: That's right, and that's how we do it. <laughs> that's that's the way United States always done it, and that's how we're gonna do yeah. it. Gotta keep on. We gotta drain that swamp. Ah, this is fucking ridiculous, man.
0: It's super, yeah, no, yeah, I, I, and I just, like, yeah, this makes it to where I can't, like, take seriously, uh, you know, authoritarian arguments and stuff like that about, oh, at least we got freedoms and herka durka derka 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 you know. My you have freedom. freedoms as long
1: as you stay well within the confines of what that freedom is. Defined yeah, exactly. For you by the it, state,
0: it, exactly. And then that's not fucking freedom. It's like, yeah, you're free to do whatever you want to, as long yeah. as you, yeah, stay within these very well, you know, drawn lines. You know, as l- you're free to drive to and from McDonald's as many times as you want. You know, as mm-hmm. long as that's all you fucking do, you can yeah. do whatever the fuck you want. All right, let me paint a picture for you then, Jimmy. How
1: about how about how about how about let's pretend we're in this reciprocal relationship in which i'm going to be the state and you're going to be the citizen. I'm going to provide you with freedoms, okay? I'm going to say like, "Hey, I'm I'm a really nice state. You can have a house. It's on me." Okay? okay? Have a house. There you That's go. Good. That's um, good. Um you can you can choose who you who you want to marry, you know? You know, marry marry whoever you want, you know? Just just Sounds pretty good whatever. so far. You know, have children. Go ahead and have children. In fact, i encourage you to have children, okay? This is this is this is great. It's, Go ahead this and is have going children. good so far. Going good so far. Okay. There's a little caveat. Little caveat. Okay. <laughs> um, I've got a lot of land, and I can't actually do anything with that land unless somebody works on it. So I'm actually going to employ you, your wife, and your children to work that land. Is that okay?
0: Okay. Are you trying to describe slavery?
1: <laughs> well, what do you mean? <laughs> Wait.
0: What are you talking about? Well, okay, 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 okay. How about this, how about this? You can stay in that house. I just feel like with the very specific examples of like, here's a shitty house, here, (laughs) you can do, you can fuck whatever you want in that house whenever I'm not around, but uh, those fields aren't going to work themselves. I don't know. It seems pretty slavery to me.
1: I should have let in a lot lighter, (laughs) because it should have been like, hey, well, so like, can I fuck your wife? Can I fuck your wife whenever I want? If I can fuck your wife whenever I want, then that's okay. You know, that's okay. I'm going to let all that happen. That's totally fine. You know, if I need, if I absolutely have to have the money, then I'll sell your child. You know, I'll sell your child into indentured servitude somewhere yeah. else. Yeah. And you know what? You'll be fine. You'll, You'll be, be fine. okay. You can
0: make more children.
1: You can make more children, and that makes me more money. So make more children. Get to yeah. it. I'll, I'll, I'll even feed you. I'll treat you real nice. Treat you real nice.
0: Ugh. Oh. Good God! <sighs> Hell yeah. Speaking of real nice, how much have you read about um, this uh, kidnap plot? For I read
1: a little bit about it. It's rather read interesting. It.
0: I've I've only seen the headlines, so I've I don't know anything about this. <clears throat> okay, it sounds fascinating.
1: So we're talking about the Mich- Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer. There was a plot that was orchestrated by five men, I believe it was. No, six six men that uh, were part of. Uh, they 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 generally call them like Second Amendment rally organizers. Uh, so, this is a let's see the Michigan militia uh, called the Wolverine Watchmen, who have accused. Uh, the uh, basically Whitmer of, of being a tyrant. So they decided It's up to them to apprehend her and hold her responsible for her treasonous acts. It, it's 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 kind of great. Although it, it would it would be a lot it would be a lot more great if they were doing it for the right reasons. <laughs> Because they, they effectively are framed, at least by this article and from what I've been reading, as just simply being Trump supporters. They they're mm. <laughs> it's the wrong side of the aisle, man. <laughs> yeah. It's
0: like yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah she so witness slammed President Donald Trump for failing to condemn strong enough late terms hate groups. Uh uh enough terms, wait, strong enough terms, oh, late terms, (laughs) slip, definitely wasn't about abortion, guys. Uh, After the charges were revealed, Whitner slammed President Donald Trump for failing to condemn in strong enough terms hate groups such as the far-right Proud Boys. Uh, So that was effectively the runoff from the apprehension of the six guys that tried to apprehend her. I, I don't know how they exactly came about I guess it's the, the FBI found found them out. They were trying to recruit more people. I think I, I don't know if is this article or another one, but they needed about 200 people uh in order to sufficiently uh uh run this apprehension scheme. You know, this 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 hostage takeover. <laughs> okay, um,
0: so <laughs> did yeah. you read what the militia that they are all a part of was known as?
1: Yeah, yeah, the Wolverine Watchmen.
0: Did you already say that? Yeah, yeah. God damn it! I feel so dumb. I'm sorry, man. I, That's okay. I, I, it's okay. I'm just now. It's just finally sinking in. Mm-hmm. It's pretty <laughs> weird. The Wolverine Watchman. It's it's that pretty. So it's lame. pretty stupid. Well, it's You're it's like... um um which which you call it? Red Dawn. Is that what it's from?
1: Yeah, it's Red Dawn.
0: Oh my fucking god! It's even more lame. Like I yeah. I thought I like on its face it just sounded lame. It's yeah, like Wolverine. All, all right, guys. I really like alliteration. We'll be growing to be the Watchman, but but. Not any old Watchmen, Wolverine Watchmen, but the fact that that wasn't even, like, them just, like, getting drunk off PBR in their shack in the backyard trying to think what their name is. They're like, hey, you know that one movie where they kill the communists and they're trying to take over America? Yeah, they were known as the Wolverine Watchmen. That's us! That's us! We're doing that. We're, we're doing that right now <laughs> well yeah well the thing is too is just like if you're someone that's that would be willing to be a part of a group called the Wolverine Watchmen like you probably legitimately think that the Democrats are like um fucking Marxist and uh yeah don't understand shit about shit
1: <laughs> they have no idea it, it, I think it's all preemptive really um Even if there's the semblance that your way of life could be disturbed, that people could be more compassionate, that your society could be less warfaring, that's a threat to your toxic masculinity that you have been trying to incubate for the entirety of your shitty-ass life. So... I don't I don't really know what to say to it. I, I don't know how to I mean it, it's a fantastic argument. Basically it's like instead of actually having an intelligent discourse, you can attack something preemptively as being way out of bounds in hopes that it it won't even you know, reach tier after tier in progression to that thing that you've accused it of being way down the line. So, so if sad. if I want to make sure that you're never gonna be a slaver, right, from from the conservative point of view I'm going to call you, you know, like uh, um, Plantation owner Jimmy or something I don't know I, I mean, like, I'll like, i just, like, I'll blow it way out of proportion to begin with In hopes that you'll be like No, 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 look, look how far away I am from that thing In order to seem normal If, in fact, they have the uh, spirit of the times on their side Which they kind of do I think a lot of Americans still believe You know, communism and socialism And, you uh, you know that, that type of rhetoric to be political dirty words. You know, you're oh, not, yeah. not supposed uh, to talk about those kinds of things. They're bad. They want yeah. they want the government control. It's like actually capitalism definitely wants more state control than yeah, socialism yeah. or communism does. But whatever.
0: Yeah. You're that's splitting true. hairs. You're <laughs> splitting exactly. Hairs. Everyone's everyone's mind's just been fucking stomped by McCarthyism and yeah. um, the uh look into it. <laughs> the, uh, reds baiting, um, yeah, the red baiting, Russia baiting, doesn't help either.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Which it, what is this Russia gating? What what
1: is what is what is this? It,
0: you don't you don't know what Russia gating is?
1: I, I've heard you know fill in the blank gate associated with so many different terms like, that I cannot fucking keep it straight. Basically ever that, that, that
0: Putin... since Trump mm-hmm. got into the office, mm-hmm. the Democrats have been trying to call it an illegitimate presidency yeah. on the basis yeah. that mm-hmm. Putin and the Russians meddled in our elections so fiercely yeah. that interfered some... in the DNC and, yes, and exactly. thus,
1: you know, allowed Trump the the journey exactly. to the presidential seat.
0: Yeah but there's I, but I there's it. no factual basis to any of it.
1: No. Yeah. And and they're they're by proxy also demonizing, you know, what what could be either a potential ally or history to learn from, you know, exactly whatever way you want to look at it. I don't know.
0: It's (sighs) uh, yeah, it's incredible. So, yeah. And so and it leads people to do like really stupid shit like I fucking goddamn hate Mitch McConnell. (laughs) <laughs> but like nothing will make me lose more respect for someone if they call him Moscow Mitch. It's like it doesn't make any fucking sense. It's the yeah. stupidest shit ever.
1: You're not as good at it as they are. Stop trying to be them. Like you're <laughs> yeah. not going to outflank the right on being hateful idiots. Yeah, exactly. They're, 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 they're really, really good at it. It's okay? like
0: it's 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 basically yeah. The Democrats are like hey 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 hey. you can be racist and xenophobic. <laughs> As long as we're racist and xenophobic against a bunch of white people, AKA the Russians, then it's fine. Yeah. Then it doesn't matter. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's like, are we doing it right? It's like, no, you just seem robotic. You seem like like <laughs> yeah. poor simulacrum of the conservatives. Like you, you're you you're even you're an even shittier version. Like, yeah. you, oh god. It's like, it's like you're trying to, like, tinker with their algorithm in order to make it work for you guys. Exactly. It's not working for anyone. That's Stop exactly. doing it. <laughs> exactly.
0: You guys are a waste of time. It's so uh, sad. Yeah, and that's why it makes me sad when I read stories like this about this these people going through, like, such extensive links to try to abduct mm-hmm. the fucking goddamn governor of uh, Michigan, you know? It's like, this person yeah. isn't that much different than trump i mean i haven't looked at any of their policies maybe they are but i'm just going to assume that it's not that much different like it's not i don't know for you to be this bent out of shape i don't know
1: well let's see uh so her platform uh, let's see gretchen whitmer so we got hey you know what let's go to GretchenWhitmer.com. it's a good (sighs)
0: place Mm mm-hmm
1: so what we have here uh okay so right up front Michigan needs a governor who can get things done that will actually make a difference in people's lives right now. Wow, that was devoid of anything. Okay. <laughs> oh my god, and she's even like trying to incorporate like filthy language in order to make her seem edgy. Fix the damn roads is number one. <laughs> make healthcare more more affordable, more affordable, not Yeah give people like, health care yeah I mean, holding government accountable clean up our drinking water which is amazing that we live in this highly right. industrialized capitalist the, society the and we fucking,
0: don't have fucking clean you're water you're the fucking governor of flint <laughs> goddamn fucking michigan shut your fucking pie hole for reals. Uh
1: better skills, better jobs. It's not even a it's not even a platform. It's just better skills, better jobs. Improve education and skills training. I mean, it's kind of like better skills, better jobs. <laughs> Repeal yeah. the retirement tax. I'm sure that's popular with a certain aspect of your constituency. <laughs> fighting urban poverty. They've got fighting urban poverty, and right behind it, it's like superimposed over a picture of a house that looks like it's got its roof burned off. It looks terrible terrible women's rights just women's rights our freedoms (laughs) platform our freedoms we've got to show up for each other's fights so that every michigander i didn't know that was a word has the same opportunities to be successful and we cannot stop until they do our freedoms is probably like maintain a working military to enforce our (laughs) yeah Serving our veterans, <sighs> of course. You've got to include that somewhere. And the opioid crisis, because you're going to include that at the bottom, because if that's at the top, everybody's like, oh, God, Michigan has an opioid crisis problem? Oh, man, that's a dirty place. I don't want to go there. Fighting urban poverty, that's a nasty-looking house. I don't want to go there, but, oh, she's fixing the damn roads. Oh, <laughs> fixing the damn roads, making them work so good. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah, look at hot. all these jobs. <laughs> she's creating all the jobs by... Making the damn roads more drinkable.
0: Yeah, making drink. the roads more drinkable.
1: You're all drinking roads right up. I'm right, going to hold our government accountable. And better skills, better jobs. That's all I'm going to say. I'm going to say it once. I'm going to say it yeah. five
0: times. Better skills, better jobs. Well, like, and I feel like, um, so something else I've been thinking about lot lately is like, uh, you know, like within the uh, meritocracy brain rot we all suffer from. Um that we've been raised in ever since we were little kids. Mm-hmm. Uh people will make an argument of like, you know, uh if you just wanna have a decent standard of living, you know, you should go and learn a trade and sh- you you should go and become a doctor and you should go and do X, Y, and Z. It's like, okay, like mm-hmm. let's be the middle class. Hi- let's <laughs> hypothesize a world where everyone has either a medical license or a certificate to do plumbing even within this fictitious world you're imagining you're mm. still going to need mailmen and people to pick up the garbage and if you ever for the love of god want to eat somewhere at a restaurant on the weekend you're going to need fucking waiters and wait staff yeah. and bussers and you're the going to need of labor exactly it's like you're going mm-hmm. like like what kind of fucking argument like it's it's not an argument it's not an argument unless you're saying that like Everyone that deserves to have a decent standard of living should become a doctor or electrician. And everyone else that serves me in my free time when I go to Walmart to buy stuff or when I go to a restaurant to have dinner deserves to eat ass. Deserves <laughs> to just fucking have the most. You say it like awful, it's a bad thing, Jimmy. <laughs> not yuck yummers. Deserves to just <laughs> rot. They just deserve to write. They don't deserve a good standard of living. They just, they just deserve to exist to serve me mm-hmm. in my free time when I, because I earn the standard of living, get to do stuff, but in their time when they're working, it's not valuable. And they, yeah, mm-hmm. that's it. That, that, yeah, that's, that's what, that's, that, um, that's, that's the per- end. Some result of that fucking ideology. Yeah. It's um,
1: that's effectively structural
0: functionalism. Uh, so
1: there's this idea that I think is the the pervading ideology within that what what ultimately produces that sentimentality towards others that everyone has a function and if they don't uphold their function they're what effectively is this a fucking checked.
0: caste system?
1: No, it's it's <laughs> that's it's one of the basic sociological perspectives. Right, like, like we're we're operating most typically from a conflict-oriented perspective or a materialistic, uh, um, um, a materialist conflict-oriented perspective, which was quite seriously Marx. Right, like <laughs> he did that
0: scientific materialism, baby. Yeah, baby. Yeah, my baby Marx, <laughs> baby creating Marx. all that conflict theory.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's he's doing pretty good. Uh but structural functionalism, right? Like uh if you aren't doing your job, then as any organism does, it it expels the waste. And if you are not working, you are waste. You if you don't have a function in the society, you are an inefficiency that needs to be purged from it. It's a it's it just a fucking ridiculous ridiculously callous worldview. Yeah, just it
0: sounds very Ayn Randian.
1: Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It, I mean, it pretty much is. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's, it's Ayn Randian kind of thing. Yeah. Um. Although you know, Darkheim came up. It whatever. I won't go into that. We're, we're, uh, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah I'm, I'm just yeah. I'm just saying. It, but
1: that's that's effectively it. And and for uh, I mean, for a lot of folks, I mean, like you can you can kind of like. Uh, man, that was a good one. Uh, you can make a choice. Uh, to believe one of these two things. But at a certain point, once you start seeing aspects of your society pop up that don't necessarily fit in the idea of functionalism, like, okay, so how does something like leisure time fit into functionalism? Well, in a capitalist society, if you are engaging in leisure time, then it it is to recoup from a hard work day so that you can return – as good or better than you were prior because you now have experience from prior work days and you're able to repeatedly express work uh in a fashion that becomes more and more efficient based on your experience and your stored rest right but ultimately as technology increases right like you know this this technology that is overlaid on top of your society uh, our work becomes easier and easier so what happens to our work our work of course should negatively correlate with the amount of advancement in technology that we accrue as a society but it doesn't why Why does that not happen? Well, of course you have a lot of capitalists that have vested interests in ensuring that you don't have the ability to have an appropriate amount of leisure time so that you can research the fucking conflict theory instead of structural structural functionalism. Because then you start to say, hey, wait, I can have leisure time like 90% of the time and i don't have to necessarily submit to some kind of illegitimate rule on behalf of a wealthy plutocrat that happens to own a monopoly upon violence i can just say fuck you guys i'm going to go and you know live out in the woods with my solar panels and fuck you like you know yeah. good luck trying to enforce your taxes on me i've got Landmines everywhere. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I got landmines. I got landmines. Like, somebody drives up, like, I guess we got to go collect his taxes. like Yeah, at that point, they'll just be like, hey, just clip his bank account. Like, he doesn't have any, he's not using money anymore.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> clip nice. his internet. No! <laughs> Clippy, clip, clip. Yeah, that, that's what would do it for me. <laughs> we got him. We got him by the balls, Wolverines! <laughs> <laughs> <By> the balls. <laughs> oh man!
0: Apparently, there's a TikTok of one of these uh, guys that tried to kidnap the person. Do you want to watch it? Yeah. Oh, Okay.
1: Uh, yeah. 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 Let's 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 watch. Do you see let's see it? watch. Are you watching it? it let's do a little reaction thing. Are you watching it? Wait did you did you send it to me right here? Is this something? Oh I no! Sent no, no,
0: it's inside the Detroit News thing. It's uh, you scroll down hmm. far enough, and there's a a TikTok. With Brandon Caserta in his anti-government TikTok. I'm, I'm assuming oh, it's his- the guy in the Hawaiian
1: shirt. I didn't realize that was a TikTok video. Let's check yeah, it yeah. out. Yeah, no, let's do it. Uh, uh, man, he's heavily gauged. <laughs> I kind of appreciate <laughs> him so far.
0: Wait, what? So I don't know. Vague. Seems
1: seems seems vague but good. I don't know. Oh. Like oh. He also has like uh he has a very particular type of style, which I I'm not content, condemning of any type of style. I think that everyone should have their own independent expression, but yeah, he doesn't his look good. Pers-
0: his personality is oversized gauges and tattoos. That's his personality type. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much and like
1: in in your face like I'm going to say edgy stuff. Yeah, hey, what, yeah. I mean, hey, to some truth on to, you. To be 100% honest though, like he's he's putting it to the test. I mean, like he is he is kind of he's got the praxis going on. oh
0: he's putting his mouth his money where his mouth is, yeah.
1: He's sure. doing it. Yeah, he's he's definitely going for it. So like I, I I'm having a hard time shitting on like if I knew only what I just saw from that TikTok and I knew that he was one of the people engaged in this plot to try to apprehend one of the members of uh, you know, any given American political establishment, I'm like, eh. Ah, he seems he seems what? at least like he's acting in good faith. What I don't <laughs> It seems like he's acting in good faith, like he's he's acting in accordance with his conscience. And what he has said, at least from that that TikTok, I mean, he doesn't sound, it's just, it's too vague. Like, he's it's not so saying anything exactly. like, well, he explicitly mentions, like, a state
0: oppression. Like, I mean, te- the- no, he said the number one hardest thing to do is to live your life without getting robbed by the state. That's explicitly just bitching about taxes. That's all it is.
1: Robbed by the state, touche.
0: Yes, he's. It's just a classic, like, hey man, let me lay some knowledge on you, bro. Taxation now listen is out theft, on yeah, Exactly. <laughs> Taxation is theft. It, yeah, it's it. It's just like, wow, never heard that one before. Woo wee, nice. And um, I would argue that in America, it probably is theft, given the fact that so much of our discretionary budget goes towards uh illegal offensive wars against people that haven't done anything to us. So yeah, mm-hmm. I guess I, I guess in a roundabout way I agree with him.
1: Yeah. The well the one dude uh that's running in Vermont uh was advocating for um uh limited government spending on defense. I, I mean I suppose yeah. that's a pretty pretty solid thing to uh uh like you're gonna get that across. I I uh, I feel like I find myself engaged in this conversation far too often.
0: <laughs> okay, well, here's a fun test. So he, uh, <laughs> the uh, the guy, Halali, the guy, or whatever, um, when he was talking about it, like, so the United States has over a 1,000 army bases abroad. And I think the next highest number of, like, foreign bases for any other country, I think it's either Russia or China, and it's, like, 30. And like the and the and this and the number third is either Russia or China. I can't remember which one it is. And the next runner up is like thirteen. <laughs> so you've got oh. a thousand over here, and then you've got thirty and thirteen. <laughs> Good God! It's <laughs> a little so, bit of a disparity. A little bit of a disparity, I would say. Yeah. Oh man. So I mean, I don't know. I feel like it's kind of hard to like. Yeah. I mean. I mean that's what's bleeding us dry, right? That's why we can't have roads that need to be fixed the fucking you know governor of Michigan was bitching about or why we can't have universal health care and why we can't you know do all these other things we would like to do more machines got to keep going man yeah war machine revved up world war ii after that ended we needed a new enemy we created a new enemy in uh in USSR even though USSR uh, helped us beat Hitler but uh, hey you know you got to you got to keep those war machines going somehow so made the new enemy in Russia and you know did that until 1991 when the USSR dis-evolved from uh, Gorbachev illegally dissolving it against the people's <laughs> will but that's a whole another story and oh then my uh, god and then, uh, and now it's China. Well, actually, no, it's not China. So actually, that's not. Well, China. now it's China. But in between China, it was USSR. Then it became war on terror. And now the war on terror is kind of like fizzling out. So now they're switching to China. Mm-hmm. So China's the new one. So you're going to see a lot of anti-China propaganda all over the place. I'm seeing it already a lot, and it's going to keep getting worse.
1: I've been I've been hearing it for a while and it's almost exclusively within an economic context and I think it's because they know that China being the second largest and quickly approaching uh you know wealthiest world power uh mm. has uh cemented itself on the world stage as being the competitor to the United States in yep. almost all geopolitical realms. Yep. So of course they have to juxtapose themselves as being the antithesis of one another or at odds with one another because they technically are any empire that has its power challenged by someone else that has legitimately equal power you know however they're able to secure it is certainly something that is going to threaten to discontinue your reign So why not just be like, look at China, look how bad they're doing. It's like, I feel like the the easiest way to to argue against it is like, do you realize that like like people in China are actually like legitimate people and that there's like more people over there than there are here. Like we just need to think about the fact that Maybe if our society like reviewed all ethnicities as being like equivalent human beings that you shouldn't treat them like shit. You shouldn't try to prevent them from having the things they need via stupid trade wars or in the instance that you're actively like going over and occupying their country with disenfranchised poor populations that you're convincing to be military operatives for you and just fucking killing them. I,
0: that's something that's that that's a step further that's a, that's a degree farther <laughs> it's pretty intense but uh hey tim did you ever think about this i don't wait wait i gotta be, gotta be i don't hate the chinese people i just hate the government and yeah that, 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 that that's that's yeah. that's the big brain response that i see a lot and then what will what happen in response to that so harvard recently did a study and i think like 90, like some huge percentage, like it's absurd. Like it might be 93%. Don't quote me on that, but it's huge. Like some absurd percentage from this Harvard study shows that, uh, like 93% of the Chinese people support the government. And then people in response to that will be like, well, they're just brainwashed. (laughs) It's like, but it's a Harvard study. (laughs) All right. So here, I'm
1: bringing it up right now. Um, Let's see. So we're taking China's. Up here. wait 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 what pulse oh taking china's pulse okay, so um let's see what we got um, ba-da-dum, bum-bum, ba-da-dum, bum-bum, fifteen years two thousand three yeah, ah here I'm we are studying. uh so the survey found that compared to the public opinion patterns in the u s and the china, there was a very high satisfaction with the central government and in twenty sixteen the last year the survey was conducted. 95.5% of respondents were either relatively satisfied or highly satisfied with Beijing. Hmm.
0: There's about There's brainwash, that? bro. Brainwash. They, they don't could realize be how bad they got it.
1: So in contrast to these findings, Gallup reported in January of this year that their latest polling on U.S. citizen satisfaction with the American federal government revealed only... Can you guess the number? I'm looking at 70% it is 38% (laughs) of respondents were satisfied with the federal government. And I think part of that, uh, I mean, uh, and I think that that is a, a significant portion of the way in which Americans react towards power structures. We're kind of indoctrinated into this idea of being the underdog. So naturally, anytime a government agency is going to do something that is any shade off of what we desire them to do, we will be dissatisfied with it. Because that's part of our mantra it's 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 part of this like this well, revolutionary propaganda that I has would, been uh, pumped into our brain
0: i will only agree with that if you find that it's consistent with previous polls that americans were that dissatisfied that's the only way i'll agree with that if it's if that was that's a consistent fair. thing that i'd be like sure mm-hmm. fine yeah that's what the data shows but i'm not just going to assume that
2: hmm.
1: yeah well i mean even so like <sighs> i wouldn't trust united states polling I mean, like, as as little as I would trust any government's polling. With I was like, oh, our citizens say that we're doing real well." I was like, "Yeah, sure they
0: do." Like, <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I think it says like, I mean, I think it's like all relative, right? Like within like a a point in time, but I think I feel like it's it's more relevant if you have like uh, if you can look at like over time data. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like within oh, sure the yeah. biases of X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. You can start to like. See trends, but even the, but yeah
1: that just establishes the i mean you, you could establish the national ethos uh you know from from decade to decade from century to century the the united states opinion of their government has changed of course it has you know everything about human populations and cultural shifts change uh or you know you know cultural shifts occur that that's, i guess basically what i'm saying through that statement uh so I think that that might be a little bit more legitimate, but even then, there are far too many biases and and, and, and variables to consider when trying to measure the validity of a statistic like government satisfaction, which I feel like no one is necessarily going to be satisfied with any particular government unless they're doing it. exactly what they would like them to do in a way that they believe is accurately benefiting themselves or their familial structures or so on and so forth
0: then how do you explain the 95.5 percent out of beijing
1: well perhaps it's because they've been indoctrinated to believe that the things that Mm -hmm. are going on in their society that are good or beneficial for them are produced by the government and are not necessarily produced by let's say working hands like the person who's building the roads, maybe they are paid by the government. Maybe they are paid by the government through taxpayer dollars. But why is that not like I am ninety five point five percent in favor of people who work on roads? It's like, well, not necessarily. You're you're lumping this, you know, this huge. I mean, billion what what one point two billion people. Like, how how large is the population of China now?
0: It's a lot. Well, anyways. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going. It's with one point
1: one point three nine three billion. That's a number I can't comprehend. I don't understand that number. Oh, that's also the same, basically the same size as China. One point, or sorry, China, basically the same size as India. One point three point one point three five three billion. That's a lot. It's a whole fucking lot. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, I I don't I yeah I don't understand it. I just I don't understand it. Um it's too much. It's too it's too too big a thing.
0: Well, yeah, I mean I guess the thing that's I guess would be somewhat significant is just the fact that this was like a poll that was done like it was done by Harvard, right? Like it was Yeah, but I don't
1: I don't trust I mean like Harvard is you know, There's part no, of the wealthy elite. They're they're exactly, one of the, the bastions the of, of, of American but, elitism,
0: exactly. But American elitism, as we were saying earlier, already has a divisive context in terms of like its opinions towards fucking China, based on the hegemony that is the United States. So, if anything, you would think that a study conducted by the elites of Harvard would make the numbers less than right that the consistently. These power structures try to, like, say that America's great, my freedoms, and anywhere that isn't us is, like, an awful, horrible, authoritarian regime that we need to topple and insert democracy into. So, if anything, the fact that this was, like, a goddamn Harvard-conducted fucking study, like, I feel Mm -hmm. like it makes it even more impressive, like, within the context of, like however a study you would expect to go one way or another like within well, the assumed it, biases of like an america done study in the united states mm-hmm. is going to try to harness as many fucking positive responses as possible or x y and z i don't
1: i nope i don't think so I don't, and the reason why i don't think so is because i think that educational institutions can insulate themselves from the cult of tradition uh educational institutions have a this 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 uh, uh um Uh, um, This aura of progressivism So they can kind of morph From generation to generation To the degree that they can be Critical of the society In which they're contained within But still ascribe to uh, Have relevance within it Uh, Even though they are One of the oldest institutions In the United States I think Harvard's been around You know for hundreds of years um, I you know I I would guess maybe even like early 1800s, maybe maybe even 1700s. I, I I don't I don't know. Uh, but I I know that it's very very old. So as far as American institutions are concerned, they should certainly encapsulate themselves within it. But I think because they maintain intellectual superiority, they can just be like, oh well, we learn differently, and and that what that learning has ultimately brought us to is that we should be the technocrats. You should basically just listen to all of the things that we say. And China is is happy and the United States is unhappy. You want to be like China, you should listen to us. Not necessarily that you should or shouldn't listen to them. Not necessarily that their information is, is factual or not. But like you said earlier in our conversation, an extended uh, uh, statistical revel- uh, relevance would – or uh, an extended um, – uh ran- uh time span an extended range uh for our population, which has to be of a, a substantial size like you know who is being polled so on and so forth um uh would ultimately lead us to a more valid understanding of the statistics that we get
0: yeah
1: <sighs> i'm tired <laughs> yeah i'm tired too man. <laughs> Oh man, here let me uh, let me see here. Uh, did you did you see this article about uh, Danny Frazier, the guy that tried to resurrect his grandmother?
0: Um, I saw it. it looks sad.
1: It is pretty sad. The dude looks really unhappy and kind of drunk.
0: I <laughs> just don't know how to feel about it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I get these random uh uh like local news. This guy was in Knox County, Tennessee. And he got charged thirty thousand dollars because of damages to a cemetery because he was trying to resurrect his grandmother.
0: So when it's I pretty... say resurrect, yeah, like what were the links he was going to? Like, like was he trying to literally resurrect her, or was he just mm-hmm. dig, like grave robbing her? Like, I don't.
1: Well, it doesn't explicitly say whether or not he had, like, say, painted a pentagram on the ground or yeah. you know, lit a
0: particular pattern of like, candles. Did he, like, did he bring some cats with them to sacrifice? And like, what some, links was he going brought some, to? Brought some cats.
1: Yeah. Well, so it says that uh, extensive damage, including dig sites and broken headstones, were found. It's almost like, and hear me out. Like, how many I headstones? think. <laughs> like how many headstones? Thirty thousand dollars worth. Uh well, it's like it's one all, headstone. It's like one headstone. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's the true crime. Right there. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, why do they but, cost so much? But seriously, yeah, like the the death industry is so gross. fucking exploitative. Yeah. It's nasty gross. Like, oh well you you wanna make sure that you do your loved one justice. So we're gonna yeah. put them in this casket that costs $150,000, but you can take yeah. the life insurance that that person probably had and you can just yeah. like dump it all into that casket. <laughs> and we'll take it. And, you know, on the, you know, 1,500% margins that we've marked that shit up, we're just going to put it in our pocket and go to the bank. Okay. I don't think they want to include within this article what extent he went to in order to try to resurrect his grandmother because I guarantee it in this day and age, in the year twenty twenty, the fuck fest that is modern times, someone else will try it. I, I guarantee. To know. I <laughs> it's want like, to know it's kind of like being like, there was there was a youth And they went into a school, and they tried to blow all the kids up. How did they do it? With this bomb recipe. You know, like, they're not going to say that. (laughs) They're not going to say, like, well, you put nails in it, and then you put gunpowder in it, and you put a wick sticking out of it, and you go, boom. And they're like, no, because people will try it. (laughs) People will be like, oh, my God, this is some privy information I didn't know before. (laughs) Like, the number of people that have, like... (laughs) (laughs) And I'm not saying that I like hang out with meth heads But the number of people that have told me It's like oh yeah well I learned how to make Meth from the dare guy That came to our school (laughs) 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 He's like oh these are all the things That you need in order to make meth You mix a little here you mix a little there And I tell (laughs) you what if you go to Walgreens And you ask them for a bunch of Tylenol or whatever it's just Sudafed If you ask for a bunch of Sudafed They know you're making meth. They know you make a mess and we'll catch your ass. We'll catch we'll your ass catch and we'll bust ass. you hard. You better not resurrect your grandmother. So help me God. Yeah. You better not resurrect your grandma because we will catch your ass. We'll catch your ass and we will blow out all your candles. I don't know. Something like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah
0: we had a similar thing. And then they, they like <laughs> let us like all go and like see what the drugs looked like close up. I guess yeah. just in case if we were ever going to buy it on the street, that mm-hmm. way we would know we weren't going to get, uh, I don't know, Fucking, um, tricked I guess, and they would even let us sm- even let, <laughs> us the the let us smell the drugs. They will let us smell the drugs. What were they doing? Why did they let us smell and look at the drugs? Yeah, yeah, oh, that's man. heroin Jimmy right there. The cocaine too hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, they didn't have. Well, they didn't have the cocaine, but it was just like, hey, here, you want it? look at that. Yeah, isn't that weird? Yeah. See what it smells like. Yeah, that's heroin. That's
1: it's pretty. Weird. Can somebody? Can somebody pass the the. The weed back up. I'm pretty sure that was a key and peel skip. <laughs> oh man. Yep. Yeah, that was that's a that's a really bad idea. Actually, I don't know who thought. Oh yeah, we should make sure that they're aware of what they're getting into. Well, you don't I, want a bunch of you don't want th- a bunch of a bunch of idiots running around.
0: I think <laughs> there's statistical data to show that there's higher drug usage with kids that participated in the drug program than those that did not. Yeah. And it's probably that less of a anecdotally, trust the, but like, I haven't looked at the actual numbers.
1: Mm-hmm. And they, they probably then associated the lies that were told to them in dare with authority figures in general and so on and so forth. until they looked at every person that was trying to establish some type of hegemonic rule over them and were like, you need to justify exactly what it is that you're trying to say I ought to do with my life. Uh, otherwise, you could fuck right off because you seem like a lot like that that the idiot dare guy that was like, "This is how you make math." I was like, well, just "How the fuck do you know how to make math?" <laughs> yeah, why do you know so much? You you know an awful lot about this subject, man. How do you how do you how do you do that again? How do you do? Wait, what do you do with a coffee filter? Can you tell me more about the coffee filter part?
0: <laughs> Seems like really. How do, how do I make LSD? And he's like, "All right."
1: I'm only going to show you this once. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: I'm only going to show you how to do this once.
1: You you, you take you take the 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 spherical bottomed uh um uh, uh y- flask and you have to like you have to swirl it, okay? You don't want to bruise you don't want to bruise the molecule, right? You don't want to swirl it around like that. <laughs> yeah, bruise the molecule. Yeah, you don't want to bruise that. Hey, You're I'm i bruises. A, I'm not a chemicalologist, man. Don't I mean, judge that... me.
0: That could be a skit.
1: A chemicalologist, where you like no, not don't a chemicalologist, them
0: all. but just like the dare, the dare yeah. cop. Like all right, oh, guys, hell yeah. I'm only going to show you how to do this once. I'm only
1: going to show you once.
0: All right, You're like yeah, like the kids. When you just, like, actually keep go to take questions.
1: it, <laughs> yeah. Well, he's going to show high. us how to get high. It's like, yeah. look, I'm going to show you. I, I'm putting my body on the line. Okay, <laughs> yeah. you never. You, I hope you it's never like see putting this in real a belt life. belt on his arm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm only. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it for you guys. You don't. You know. You don't understand what kind of sacrifice I'm making here, doing this mess here right in front of you. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yo, Cop, cop Jerry. Do you think that that's a good idea for you? Hey, 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 hey.
0: It's okay. It's, it's okay. okay. It's Shh. for the kids. <laughs> <Shh>. <laughs> It's it's okay. It was like kids. You want to
1: see? You want to see Officer Jerry? Yeah. Gets toned. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here we go, babies. Show some of this experience I have with meth. I don't know what sound a meth pipe makes. I guess it's just like kind of like that. I guess that's that's yeah. the sound it makes. The universal pipe noise. Yeah. <laughs> just like that. <laughs> It's like, everything sounds like a bong. It's just like. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, well, needless to say, Frazier was arrested in charge of vandalism and criminal trespassing. How about that?
0: So um, in other criminal justice news, uh, Oklahoma County jailers face cruelty charge for playing baby shark on loop, oh my god, uh, is inhumane. Prosecutor says.
1: Go figure. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that's that's totally inhumane. Yeah, that that yeah, that, yeah, that is yeah. that is Un- like,
0: unironically it's actually quite inhumane. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. That's straight out of the uh, like the CIA torture manual. Yeah, like they're doing that shit at Guantanamo, Guant- Guantanamo, Guantanamo, Guantanamo Bay. Yeah, say
0: Gitmo makes you sound cooler. It sounds like mm. get <laughs> mm. yeah Yeah. That, yeah. I'm sure they've done this at every fucking black site that the, uh, yeah. the torture, uh, syndicate of the United States has operated in. As, uh, Obama said, we, uh, torture some folks. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, yeah. We. <laughs> He literally said that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I like how straightforward that is.
1: Yeah, we uh, we torture some folks.
0: Yeah, it's just he just everything Obama touches, he just sanitizes it. just like, "Oh yeah, I get, you yeah. know." Oh, it sound uh, that bad? Some some folks, you know. Folks, like that that's like Obama's biggest crime besides killing all of those innocent children and stuff like that is like his overuse of the word folks. Like if you have that in your mind and you go back and you watch Obama talk, it'll drive you fucking insane. He abuses Uh, the fuck out of the word folks. Everyone's a folks. Terrorists are folks. Black people are folks. White racists are folks. Police officers are folks. Everyone's Mm -hmm. a folks. Yeah, this is uh, August the 1st, 2014,
1: uh, when, uh, I guess, Politico uh, was uh, uh, journalizing this story, y'all. We tortured some folks. When we engaged in some of these... enhanced interrogation techniques.
0: That's a fancy way of saying torture a That's fucking
1: torture, yeah. <laughs> techniques that I believe, and I think any fair-minded person would believe, were torture. We crossed the line. That needs to be understood. Oh, yeah, hold on. And accepted.
0: Okay. Th- that's it. That, that's as it. All,
1: as all the things you got that's to That's all we got to do. It's
0: got to accept that we did it and uh, keep doing it. Oh, fuck, dog. Okay. So, you see, here's the fun trick, is that every president that comes in forgives the previous president for all their crimes because they know they're going to do a bunch of fucked up shit during their presidency, Uh and they don't want it to be held against them. So it's just a never-ending loop of fucking torture and war crimes and hate. And uh, fucking Noam Chomsky himself has said that if we applied the Nuremberg Laws to U.S. presidents, every president since World War II would be hanged based on the Nuremberg fucking trial laws. Oh. So, God. there you go. This is, this, okay, so
1: this is how I know the uh, simulation is getting pretty weak because later on in the article, it references Obama as saying, The character of our country has to be measured in part. Not by what we do when things are easy, but by what we do when things are hard. I feel like that might not have been an Obama quote. Hmm. That sounds a little bit like a Kennedy
0: quote. Am I, mean, maybe,
1: am I, am I thinking it, that's a Kennedy quote?
0: It It sounds like Obama doing a shitty Kennedy impression. but
1: That's know. exactly. When we chose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things, not because they are easy... But because they are hard, that is John F F stands for fucking John fucking Kennedy <laughs> and said. He was that. fucking He was fucking m- yeah. on the moon. <laughs> on the he moon. was moon fucking. He was fucking some <laughs> moon, moon fuck. crystals or something. That's yeah. what the kids are into these days, fucking moon crystals. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Alright kids, I'm only gonna show you how to fuck these moon crystals once. <laughs>
0: <laughs> how to fuck these moon crystals. <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> How many PBRs he had, man? <laughs> 17 and a half. And, and some
1: a half. moon crystals. And some moon crystals. I sprinkle the moon crystals in on top. What song would you play in order to torture your victims the mostest?
0: What is my least favorite song? Well, because really, so like you could just wh- play so you-
1: any song over and over again. And yeah, exactly. It equates At- to torture.
0: Because uh, it's not just playing the song over there again; it's playing it at extreme volumes, volumes that it's uncomfortable to listen to. It, yeah, um, that's part of the. So it's 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 uncomfortable just based on the volume level it's at to begin with. Not to mention it being played over again. The song that I read they used in some of the torture sites, black sites, was um the uh, Barney I Love You song, and mm-hmm. I think that's probably the worst song you possibly could play off the top of my head. It's because there's like there's there's just nothing redeeming about it. Like, it's not catchy, it's not fun, it's not um, deep or poetic or anything. Like, there's literally nothing you get out of it. It's just the Barney I Love You song, that's all it is. <laughs> there's
1: nothing could else I, to it. Could I make my own song? Could I just have, like, a very simple noise? Like, is that is that, is that a possibility? Like, a possibility in what sense? I feel like every, like... I don't know. Maybe like a, a random pattern. Maybe like three seconds, five seconds, two seconds, seven seconds. You hear a pause followed by mosquito buzzing. I Man, that's, that's pretty bad, right? I think or think so. If you have like elevated pitches, where I was like, na, 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 you know, just like and just repeat that over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. That's 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 pretty bad especially if it gets like really i think at a certain point you like reach this like this never ending staircase of noise where it feels like it just goes
0: on and on forever like na
1: na 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 na
0: na 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 I know I feel like there's something that's like extra annoying about it having lyrics because I feel like I feel like the language processor of our brain like when we hear words it kind of hijacks it So I feel like if it was non-lyrical, like of a progressing staircase of noises, while it would be abusive and annoying, you could like maybe uh, think about other things. But if you're being constantly barraged with the same words over and over again, I feel like your brain would just be turned to pudding by whatever lyrics are being shouted at you over over and over and over and over again where you can't escape the thought pattern of the lyrics of the shitty song if mm-hmm. that makes sense oh yeah yeah
1: i i get it, it Sounds pretty terrible
0: <laughs> yeah no it's fucked up and that's why it's considered torture and that's why i'm grateful that these uh jailers in oklahoma city were caught and um punished i don't know what the uh I don't know what the the, the the how severe the punishments are for these uh, misdemeanors. I don't know. Yeah, I the
1: misdemeanor counts of cruelty <laughs> to a prisoner and conspiracy. So yeah, it's nothing.
0: Yeah, it's pretty fucked up.
1: Misdemeanor. Uh, you would call it jaywalking. Uh, we are going to post this in an article and hope that you face some sort of repercussion because we're going to put your names in here. So yeah, Gregory Cornell. Butler Jr., twenty-one years old of Edmond, Christian Charles Miles, twenty-one of Oklahoma City, and Christopher Raymond Hendershot, fifty of Wellston. That's all we got. That's ringleader. that's really it. That's all yeah. it. Mm-hmm. That's that's all we can do. Although twenty-one, twenty-one, fifty. Who
0: do you think was the ringleader? <laughs> The fifty-one-year-old, I would think. Like, I'm just, I'm just guessing. It's probably like, Chris. <laughs> yeah. Hey, kids, you want to know how to torture some folks? Let me show you.
1: <laughs> yeah. Follow me, baby shark doo, doo, doo,
0: doo. <laughs> Yeah.
1: Dear God, you just like hear one J, the one prisoner that just immediately is just like break Make it stop. <laughs> <laughs> You know it's bad when, like, there's a guy that's breaking out of the gate. (laughs) He's just like, I'll give in. I'll do anything. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you guys back. You're going to get misdemeanor counts of cruelty to a prisoner and cause conspiracy yeah,
0: yeah that, that's amazing. yeah if, if anything you can put that on your fucking resume if you want to be a jailer somewhere else Was like oh wow you know how to conspiracize yeah. and and torture uh you, oh welcome to the force yeah
1: <laughs> i don't mean to uh drop any names but uh i worked with gregory butler and uh, christian miles yeah oklahoma city yeah 2020 that's right
0: yeah that was that's us. right yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, I did. I, I did. I, I was in on it. And I didn't get in trouble.
1: Yeah, I'm Christopher Baby Shark Hendershot. That's right. <laughs> that's, it. that's fucking me. That's I'm that guy. That's me. I'm Christopher Raymond Hendershot, Baby Shark motherfucker. That guy. I'm that asshole. That's me. Yep. Yep.
0: Yep. 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 Oh, what an ass hat. Yep. Pretty bad. Mm. The story that I think is uh, important, even though it's written, the author of the story is Tyler Durden. So that makes me have less confidence in it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it is written by Tyler Durden. Millions risk losing power over unpaid utilities (laughs) as most states pandemic grace period expires.
0: Yeah. So apparently the grace period also applied not only to people's um, uh, housing cost and mortgages and the like, but as well to uh um utility bills. And uh, apparently that's coming to an end. So um seems uh yeah, that's bad. <laughs> uh here we well, go. Study found that hundred and seventy nine million Americans are potentially at risk of shutoffs, though the big and unlikely assumption that the vast amount of households would fail to pay their bills altogether but still even a small percentage of this number means that many hundreds of thousands of households or even millions face being in the dark mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yep
1: underscored that the nation's electric and gas debts alone are likely to exceed 24.3 billion dollars by year's end which of course that's all relative like big fucking whoop oh 24.3 billion dollars that means a lot to me i understand that amount of money yeah, that's that's a that's a number. That's a big, mm-hmm. that's a big number with lots of zeros on the end of it. One hundred and seventy nine million Americans. Wow, that's a lot of people that risk shutoffs. Hmm. I wonder how many that is. I wonder how many people do I know. I feel like the most people that you could really possibly know or have like a like a legitimate relationship, even with like any instance over the course of your life. I think that number is quoted to be like about like three thousand somewhere around there, like a max. Like, you, you know, you personally know, like, 3,000 people?
0: Yeah. Um, Not that many names, I don't think.
1: You certainly don't know that many names. I mean, like, hey, hey, how about this? Like, just name 25 people off the top of your head. Just 25 people, go. You can't, you can't make me do it. <laughs> it's fucking hard, <laughs> it's Like I was <laughs> like, hey, name 25 people that aren't related to you by blood. <laughs> oh, like, fuck off. Mm-hmm. I don't know that many people. <laughs> hop on the Facebooks. <laughs> yeah, so 179 million. Yeah, the that's that is a substantial portion of the population. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's like, like, like half, half, half Americans. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What? Are, yeah, we're, what are we like uh, 380 million? Something like that.
0: Oh, something like that. Yeah.
1: Oh, man. It's probably less. I mean, it's like less people are having kids because they're like, I don't want to bring kids into this fucking hellscape. (laughs) Yeah. Can't blame them. Yeah, this is disgusting. Um, Let's see. It's almost like our society should be organized in a way that avoids something like this from happening because if workers don't have power, then the workers might die. And if the workers die... Who's going to produce the things in the factories you again you don't have any workers because yep. I don't have the warm how do you get the warm into the worker bee house
0: <laughs> yeah ah. yeah man it uh the contradictions just keep exposing themselves and hmm. um, yeah I don't know yeah I don't know. I, I don't really have anything good to add to this. I just think it's something important to point out for of yeah. those less fortunate than us that, uh, you know, may be uh, suffering as a result of the um, Great Depression level uh, depression we're currently in. Yet no one's acknowledging that we're in <laughs> that, that that's just the fucking hellscape we live in. Everyone's just like, yeah, it's the same. Everything's the same. Mm-hmm. You know, huh. it's funny 20, how
1: little changed. Hmm.
0: Twenty twenty percent of people like unemployed. You know, yeah. it's fine. Nothing.
1: Yep. 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 I don't. Yeah, what? No. How about that?
0: What was it like last week? then or maybe two weeks ago? Because it was the week before we recorded last time. Seven hundred million people applied for. Uh, not seven hundred million. god damn it, seven hundred thousand. Excuse me. Seven hundred thousand people applied for unemployment. So. Not good and not looking good, folks. But the stock market's doing well, so that's that's good.
1: <laughs> I mean, and yeah, that's what matters most because the stock care, the stock market is doing well because the uh, lowered value of the stocks were bought up by parent corporations, you know, thus making it seem like they were doing well, right? I mean, like how how else would the stock market be doing well right now? how would people be able to buy and trade? I mean, like it's obviously separated from us everyday folks. We're not buying and selling things to the point that stocks would be legitimately going up. That value would be created by our economic exchanges.
0: Yeah. I think two important things to understand is that if I am quoting these statistics correctly, uh, 45% of people don't own stocks in the United States um so about half of people don't own stocks a majority of the 55 percent of people that do own stocks own stocks and things such as 401ks for retirement and i think like 10 percent of stockholders own 80 percent of the stocks or something I like don't, that i don't so doubt it's it like... <laughs>
1: i don't doubt it at all
0: so it's kind of a situation where it's like half people don't even own stocks um the majority of people that do have it in uh their savings accounts and 401ks for the day that hopefully they can retire and stop being a part of this god-awful process and then yeah most of them are owned by a handful of assholes so there you go, <laughs> there
1: you go that's how the,
0: that's how the
1: cookie crumbles
0: that's how the cookie crumbles our, our dear
1: listeners oh uh oh that's our state unemployment office. where are the fucking numbers? I'm huh? looking for the fucking numbers it's all like state oriented ah, 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 ah. <laughs> this is ridiculous. I'm trying to find the uh here we go, uh oh, wow, I'm definitely not gonna click on that. Uh yeah, no, fuck it. I want to go into there. I want to see what I want to see what's on rand.org. Let's see like what's in here.
0: Ayn rand, like Rand the-
1: Corporation. And it says Objective Analysis Effective Solutions. Do you think that they have any relationship with Ayn Rand? <laughs> Probably. Uh, uh, I mean, she was like the like the creator of objectivism, right?
0: <laughs> uh, I think so, right?
1: Yeah, yeah and she and, I mean, she did Wait. praise like capitalist discourse for being effective and <laughs> yeah. okay uh, let's see what, what do we have here what what did, what did they say what do they say um uh, for example in the first 10 weeks of 2020 the week ending in January 4th to March 7th 1400 uh wait 146,502 workers filed an initial claim in Texas and as of March 7th there were 127,905 Texans receiving unemployment checks ratio of one-to-one of applicants over recipients they call it the claims ratio i mean this is this is a fucking bunch of numbers that spikes around march they're probably claiming that like oh you know like all of the like businesses is closed and then like how are people going to be able to pay for all their things when they're unemployed <laughs> like well you know like i mean yeah you can slap i feel like you can like overcomplicate and slap numbers on a bunch of things that don't need to have numbers slapped on it just be like eh well people need a thing you got to give them the thing and if they don't have the thing then they die and yep. if all of the people die you don't have enough numbers to fill your company yep. make sure your workers are taken care of well and you won't <laughs> go to hell i don't know
0: <laughs> wait are you starting like a punk band or is this like some weird hymnal
1: uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not the best when it comes to like intermittent rapping.
0: I, well, it, to me, it, it sounds somewhere between like a shitty punk song or like a new age hymnal.
1: Okay. Well, you go then.
0: No, I mean, I, I, I don't have any talent. I'm not critiquing. I'm just saying what it sounded like. I just think it'd be fun. <laughs>
1: in in this podcast off right man we, we... um
0: <laughs> poor people gonna die no one cares why <laughs> poor people gonna die, no one cares why <laughs> yay
1: hey we're yay. we're gonna go platinum man this is great <laughs>
0: yeah, no yeah, I mean that's exactly it um uh, fuck. I read Das Kapital <laughs> not that long ago. Hey, good for you, Jimmy. That's a tough well, read. <laughs> yeah, I listened to an audiobook form, so I kind of cheated. So, hey, I, hey, I I, I used, it's okay. I, I use the term "read" uh, loosely, but like, uh, like Rip within it, it uh, Marx talks about. Uh, there's like a there's like a very specific word that I can't think of right now, which talks about like the. Um, like the cost of which to keep like a worker living right of like you know all the needs of a worker like their home and like their heating and their house and their electricity and their food and all like the basic needs of like what like you like bundle all of that together right to keep a proletariat alive so they can keep working for you and, like that's like a base number that has to be met right because if your proletariats die like you were saying earlier Mm-hmm. They uh they can't work in your factory. But um hmm. yeah. That's kind I'm trying, of but I'm like, trying
1: to find the I'm trying to find that word.
0: Um hmm. uh, yeah, I can't think of it. It's been a it's been a minute. But um let's see. Um th- Yeah, I've got nothing. That. I'm not even I'm not even gonna act like I know. But, but like,
1: yeah, that that that's effectively how. But uh, a human resources as a a, a a model for potential employment by large corporations corporations came to be. Like, why in the world would you have a fucking a, a, an intermediary between the the average laborer and the owner of the business? Like, what the fuck would be the point of that person? Well, of course, it's, you know, someone there to understand the needs of both the laborer as well as the capitalist of said business, because if you didn't have that, the lowly worker would not be able to understand the big-brainedness of Hmm. the capitalist, and the capitalist, of course, would not know how to squeeze every bit of value out of their worker, if not for human resources.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, anything, anything that's, you know, anyone that's a paid employee underneath a, um, capitalist in any business endeavor exists solely because you produce more value than you take. Like you'll never be paid the value you produce because if you, were paid more than the value produced you would not be beneficial to the capitalist of the company so you'll yeah. always be paid less than your worth always um always
1: i feel like that should be yeah. enough to accept any a- uh, 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 upset any average person
0: yeah yeah it's it just yeah you I mean, are and, never and, and it's paid obvious. what you're worth it's obvious right i mean
1: it, it really is.
0: If you costed more money than you were producing, why would they fucking keep you? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Where, the... where do you think CEO bonuses go to? Okay. Yeah. Like, where, <laughs> where do you where, think where those do they come, come from? from? Yeah. 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 Where do they come from? Like, where <laughs> is that
1: value derived? Yeah. From you, motherfucker. Exactly.
0: <laughs> and that's why I feel like, I mean, some people will say that the labor theory of value is. Um, disproven that you can argue that it doesn't exist but it's like okay um imagine a factory where all of the workers stopped working go where's the value there is none yeah They're not working well where at the, the very least like from?
1: that that's a method of production you have to have uh manual labor i mean like not necessarily like i, I think that that that's kind of a loaded term i was like you you, you have to have human input you you, you have to have time that yeah. is given to the endeavor by laborers if you don't have that you don't have you don't have a company you don't have a business you don't have a method of production right like no no business out there is just like fully automated i mean of course there are you know some uh you know instances in which uh I don't know, like the, the the production of like a website per se. Like you know, once you kind of like fix up a website, you know, to a certain extent, it's it's a it's a product now. It's a, it's a product that can still produce, you know, by proxy. Yeah, and I, I think that that's where that's where a lot of this kind of gets a little bit more complicated because the budding tech industries. Um, and the consolidation of wealth within those industries makes it more complicated to apply something like the labor theory of value to an algorithm, right? Like
0: Yeah. I mean, even then, there's someone that has to create the algorithm. And even then, like with mm-hmm. – you know something like facebook you have to have moderators and things yep. of that nature it would have to but at a know, certain point moderate. it's not something that you should worry about like we were talking earlier about
1: uh the production of technology and how technology and the amount of time individual peoples the average person should spend working ought to uh, negatively correlate but instead, in our society, they seem to positively correlate. Why the fuck would that ever be the case? Why would we have to-, to work more, more diligently, longer hours oh, yeah. with the advancement of technology?
0: Um, because we're owned by the <laughs> we live exactly. in a dictatorship of the bourgeoisie. Yeah, and so there's not an incentive for them to decrease our working hours. There's an incentive to do the exact opposite. You want to make sure that
1: the the proletariat is as beaten down as humanly possible so that they do not have recourse, so that they do not learn otherwise, they do not educate themselves to the degree that they can organize and prevent these things from reoccurring perpetually.
0: And like you were saying, like on a previous episode about prior to World War II, people were idealizing and working towards lowering the working week to some people hypothesizing that the working week would only be like what, 10 hours a week or something crazy like that. Yeah. Well, um, well, so
1: I've, I've been, uh, um, I'm a fan of, uh, conquest of bread, right. We talked about it in the past couple episodes. Um, but, uh, Kropotkin hypothesized that the uh, work week would be substantially less than the stereotypical uh, 40 to 80 hour work weeks that the average American experiences. And I think that the average work week for um, an American today is 48 hours and you could probably have some experience with that. I know that whenever I've worked in uh, any uh you know mode of stereotypical production that I was working about 50 hours a week. And I think that's very common for a lot of our listeners as well. Like people understand that that's kind of that's that's the normal in American society. You know, despite yeah. the fact that we have uh, you know obviously we have technological advancements that were not available to our ancestors and yet in some instances In many instances, we're working longer hours.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, that's because we have the worst of both worlds where automation makes us more productive. And instead of increasing our wages, just all the gains are going to the top 1%. So we're Mm -hmm. working more, getting paid less to make up for the fact that we're being paid less, Mm -hmm. you know, to, to make ends meet. And then you know the top or the top top one percent's getting all of the benefit from the extra productivity, and um, it also us working more also creates a uh, more competitive uh, labor market where people are like, I'll work fifty hours a week, I'll work sixty hours a week. Of everyone just like climbing on top of each other, like saying how much more they work for a week to make up for lost wages and lack of increased um, compensation. Right, mm-hmm. everyone's just like. I'll work twice as much as this guy to make half as much to make up the wages of making half as much, right? Right. Also, they don't have to go homeless. <laughs> so,
1: so I, I was saying, it's like, how do you fix this situation, right? Like was like, I was, I'm trying to think of like some kind of like, um, you know, goal-oriented or, goal solution to the problem that is uh, a a positive correlation between technological advancement and the uh, amount of hours spent by the average laborer working. And I was like, Hey, why not just like strap a GoPro to your chest? It's like, no, you can't you can't do a GoPro. You can't you can't do like a body cam, right? That would be too noticeable. And your you know, your corporate overlords would effectively ban them. So you'd have to do something that was more discreet. Oh yeah, Google Glass. Google Glass was a thing. Google Glass was a thing. I'm gonna go look that up. I'm gonna go look up Google Glass. First thing that comes up when I type in Google Glass Glass Enterprise Edition is a hands-free device for hands-on workers that removes distractions and helps you focus on what's most important. And then I'm like, oh, Oh. that's why it wouldn't work, because they would maintain advertising and they would continually pump this (sighs) disgusting sludge into your brain at all hours of the day, It's was like, "Oh yeah, you're wearing it in order to try to record video so that you can expose these terrible things that are happening in the world." We're trying to do that with we, we've got the we've got the list of police fucking violence phones. incidents during the George yeah. Floyd protest, and who gives a shit? There, there no are so is. many people out there that are just like, "Oh, they're still little bitches." Like maybe
0: they maybe they should have maybe they should have been trampled by fucking horses. And, yeah, okay, yeah, and those are the same people that will be like oh, look how bad China is <laughs> with the yeah. Tiananmen Square incident. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> like, how can you be, like, totally okay with this? And then you're like, look at those stupid, shitty Chinese with their authoritarianism and their yeah. fucking Tiananmen They're running Square. over people
1: with tanks. Like, and then it's That's like. what's it,
0: happening. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's happening here. But literally no one cares. Yeah.
1: No, it's a horse, not a tank. <laughs>
0: Is it different? It's
1: a non-lethal projectile, not a tank.
0: Yeah. They just died as a result Uh, of it. They didn't know any better. uh, Yeah, we should probably wrap this up. I'm sorry. I dragged uh, this down to the Das Kapital world. Yeah, let's wrap it up.
1: I mean, like, we can keep talking, but... Do we need a like a distinctive finish so that we you can a distinct it.
0: finish so we make this editable mm. all right, thank you everyone, for listening to us talk out of our ass about the world <laughs> of leftism. <laughs> If you would like to get in contact with us and tell us why we are wrong, you can do so by emailing us at cynicempowerment at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you there. You can also like us on Facebook at Cynic Empowerment and send us a message, or you can tweet at us on the Twitter at Cynic Empower Me one We'd love to hear from you. and mean a lot to us. And if you are listening to us through any of the listening apps out there, please, for the love of God, please, for the love of God, please like and review the show. It means a lot to us, and it helps other people find us. Yeah.
1: Yeah, helps you find us like that missing bag of weed that I passed around in the class. I wanted you guys to take a whiff of it. I didn't want you guys to put it in your pocket. <laughs> yeah. Now go ahead and pass it back up <laughs> here.
0: Yeah. Hey, guys, I passed around the bag of weed so everyone could get a good look and see what it looks like and see what it smells like now. I'm gonna need you to give it back to me, otherwise I'm gonna get in trouble. Oh, At-
1: oh, I'm I'm getting in trouble. I smell I smell a of that weed burning. That's not good. I don't see smoke. How are you guys smoking it right in front of my face? I don't even see. Oh my God! There's kids getting high that I gave them weed to get high with. <laughs>